All right. So you guys just survived the horde of troglodytes that was chasing you and uh, pushing you down the mining hole that you had created with that magic pickaxe. And uh, you barely escaped with your lives. And the troglodytes now are out of uh, they're out of reach. They can't reach you. And a bunch of them have fallen into a hole, which was carved in the floor. And it looked like, you know, they, they probably fell like something like 90 to 150 feet or something like that into just rivers of lava that are, that are down there. So where you guys are now, you're in a uh, small dead-ended tunnel and uh, filled with the rubble of rocks in it. Uh, it is very, very, very hot. Like if we had to put it in Fahrenheit, it's probably something like 170 degrees. Oh, so you guys are you guys are in a very very warm place right now. And Brank, uh, oh, this is perfect. My bedroom's like boiling hot because the AC wasn't on all day. <laughs> there you go. You can really it's very relatable. Really so Brank, uh, remember, was kind of leading the way to find that library where the book is, and he was using a uh, an item to help guide him uh, in the right direction. Yeah, and wasn't Donnie using some kind of drill or digging? Yeah, I was uh, using my drill to pierce the heavens. <laughs> that, yeah, it made me think of Curran Logan. <laughs> no, I was uh, digging with the pickaxe. Uh, That's right. Am I still doing that, by the way? You haven't, and um, okay, you know, it's the same rules apply with the thing, but you do sense that it may be running out of juice. Like, it only has a limited amount of juice left in it. Yeah. You're not positive how much longer it could be 50 hits, it could be 8 hits, but you feel like it's kind of dulling. Alright, let's get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> and the troglodytes are still behind us, but we're not in an encounter anymore, right? No. Okay. Yeah, they cannot reach you. Something like, you know, 40 or 50 of them just went plummeting down the um down the uh into the into the pit of lava so does that mean i could do some healing surges because i think me and brandon's character are pretty fucked up yeah yeah i think that you should do that absolutely okay you get a certain amount of healing surges every day that you can use when we're not in combat that give you the surge value back which is a quarter of your health Okay, well then, yeah, I just want to use, like, four surges and make sure Here's a, there's a There is a caveat with time, though. Each one takes, like, you need to wait, like, at least 15 minutes before you use each one. All right, so, so over the course of an hour... I can do that here if you want to, so... All right, I'm f up to full health, and I'm down to five surges left so this yeah, day. Each one, each one adds a quarter of your health, and then, you know, depending on your class, you got a certain number of surges. All right, cool. So that makes me feel better, because I was bloodied, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But no, back up to 52. I'll pop two of them and I'm back up to 50. It's not full health, but All right. pretty So close. you had to wait a total of an hour or uh, or a half an hour? He was a half hour, I was an hour. Okay, great. Okay, Ooh, so a lot. <laughs> total, you guys waited an hour then. I um, didn't need to use I didn't need to use any, so I'm just kind of like, meh. Yeah, I mean, I have the fucking do, chest of healing it. thing. Yep. You do. If there's anything you want to do while they're while they're healing, you can do it. What now? What exactly do I have to do to like get that to like to pop off? The chest of healing. Yeah, the or scroll the, armor uh, of the healer. Right. Yeah. Let me let me make sure on this. I mean, we're already healed. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys are fine right now, but I just want to um, make, make sure so I know, like in the future, what I yeah. need to, what I'm going to need to do. Well, uh, with the scroll armor of the healer, uh, it does provide it provides like any real world type of objects that are needed for healing. It's like a medic's uh, thing, but it's kind of magical in how it provides uh, almost infinite amount of like bandages and you know, sutures and anything that you could use to help uh, somebody in a medical situation. Okay. But it's not itself very magical. It's more that it provides uh, supplies. So that's what that is. Okay. It's a good thing to have. So uh, Brank is like, well, by my calculations, we should be headed this way. And he's pointing downward still. But it looks like there's a giant... We'll be at the top of a cave full of lava, rivers flowing through. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where this uh, library is that we're supposed to go. So, like, how much further until we get to, like, an area that's not going to be a, a freaking a, a lava river? Are we going to have to make that jump? Well, Brank is, like, thinking about it. It does. There is something. Ah, he pulls something out. And it's a scroll that has some stuff, and it's an ancient kind of chewed-up thing. And you haven't seen him show you this before, uh, but to be fair, you haven't really asked either. He just kind of was like, this is where we're going, and uh, I know how to get there. So uh, it's kind of up up to you guys how much you wanted to be involved. But he pulls the scroll out, and he was like, and he's like, see here? And he points to the text on the thing, and it, it says something basically about how the library is is was built by the ancestors of long ago and the ancestors sacrificed themselves. Uh, there were lives in like the several hundreds of dwarves that sacrificed themselves because they knew that these times were coming. And this happened a really long time ago, but they knew exactly what was taking place because there was a lot of seers and uh, dwarven, uh, you know, magic folks that were into um, figuring out exactly how the future was, was heading. And so they wanted to preserve the magic, and they put it in a, a very safe and secure place. And then there's a line that designates that it could have been surrounded by the protection of the ancestors is one way that the the uh, description could have intended, or uh, that the thing was surrounded by literal fire or literal uh, ice. So it's like some weird translation thing. So... He says, that's interesting to me, because maybe this is where they put it, uh, surrounded by a river of fire. Yeah, they uh, they built some crazy things back in that time. But this is outrageous. Hmm. While they're saying all that, can I just be spraying my acid breath back at the troglodytes still staring at us? Sure, you can be melting them as much as you want. Uh, so each spray, let's just save to save time. It kills like three of them and they tumble <laughs> into the, uh, they tumble into the pit. So, and then other ones get burned and they're kind of struggling to try to get back, uh, and like fight against the, the big, um, mass of them that are behind them. Uh, but they can't get away and the, and the acid is kind of spreading. And after a while, uh, of fucking around, finally the troglodytes start to diminish to the point where there's just like, a bunch, and then there's a few, and then there's just, like, a couple, and then 
uh, finally they all wind up leaving because uh, the acid is just coating that whole inside of that that walkway where they were in. <laughs> Dumb animals. <laughs> <laughs> so Brank is now talking. He's like, I, that's it. I'm convinced. This is where to go. Okay. There's an island. If you look, and he points, like he walks up to the edge where the where the uh, lava is. The island there. That's the library. That's where we have to go. Okay, how all right, how are we gonna do this? Mm, I don't know. We need to build a lava proof boat. It, well that's that would be fantastic if you know how to do that. Does anyone I, know fire magic or anything like that? Uh nope. no. I can only make fire. I can't put it out. Okay. What about this? I'll climb down a rope, you swing me back and forth, and I'll jump off it. Sure. Alright, first I think we should dig some more this way to get a better purchase over the island. Okay. And then, yeah, I guess we can start digging then. So I have to roll two d20s then? Uh, well, at this? This point, at this point, it's not time sensitive, so we can just say that, you know, you're digging through this and a certain number more charges are used up. Okay. So, how many feet do you want to dig in the direction that he's going? I think you know he's going to guide you, so he's he's probably going to, he's going to tell you to stop after about forty more feet in the direction that he indicated. Okay, that's what I do then. Okay, and then he wants you to just dig down to create kind of a uh, a hole in the ground, and then also dig out uh, some rock around it so there's like place to stand. Yeah, I make like a nice pit with like a cliff edge, basically, like with like a. It's basically a like small room that I create with exactly. a ledge. Yeah, that goes around the like. There's there's per place to stand on the outside of the hole. Yep, exactly. So it's kind of a nice little room. It's about a like twenty by twenty room. The ceiling is about uh, fifteen high. Uh, you even were throwing it up in the air and hitting the ceiling with it to kind of bring down some more and give more space. So you guys now are in kind of a, a nice big room, uh, and there's a big pit in the middle where you can see straight down, and it looks like um, it is about 150 feet down is what your best guess is right now. Uh, if you roll for perception, uh, I can give you a, a better number. Okay. That's uh, like, yeah, that's you guys. I'm bad at perception. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll try. I uh, got a nine. Yeah, so you don't really have any idea. Unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. So yeah, you think it's more like you think it's more like uh, two hundred feet down. Hmm. Well, uh, let's see. I got this rope. He throws down some rope, and that's about seventy-five feet. Anyone else got rope? Hmm. Uh, did we get rope? I think, didn't I... we make some kind of makeshift adventurer's kit? That was a while ago. That was before we lost all of our... Uh... No, we got another one. We, we got, got another, another one. one, but, did but it was limited. rope in the basic adventurer's kit? Hmm. The, uh, there's 50 feet of rope in the basic one, so I'm not sure if that's in ours. All right, well, let's say you each have 50 feet of rope. There we go. Okay. That's yeah, just I think enough. That might be true. So yeah, he, oh, has, yeah, it is. he has seventy-five. You guys so we have two twenty-five. So you got two twenty-five. 
And so that should be enough to get down there. So uh, he's saying, all right, let's uh, tie some knots in this and create a little uh, easy way to get down. So uh, you guys are going to have to spend some time tying some knots in the rope to kind of create an easy way to step down from from knot, knot to knot. And then, you know, making sure that all of those, you know, connective spots on the rope are really tight. And it looks like uh, where you are just above, there is a small platform uh, way down there that is uh, part of the uh, the island that it kind of looks like it's carved in some sort of like, uh, you know, tile work or decoration, but it's hard to tell from this height. Hmm. Can I make a place to uh, tie the rope off to, like with the pickaxe? Uh, the pickaxe is kind of too broad to do that. It's too hard. It's, it, it chunks out too much, uh, too much stone. I got the pittance, pitons, whatever. Oh, charge. that's true. That's a great, that's a great thing. Yeah, which is exactly what these are used for. So There you go. Yeah, so you can use those to connect it. How many you got there? Because two would probably be good. Uh, let's go with two. <laughs> I, it says piton, like, there's plural, so there's at least two. Okay. So, you got those, and you attach them. You just hammer those suckers right in the rock. Yeah, you pound them into the rock and tie off two different spots so that the rope is connected inside of there. Uh, it looks pretty solid. Uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to come out. You'd have that safety pit, and that's, that's why you get the two. Exactly. In case the first one, the first one goes, the second one's going to catch you. So you guys are in good shape. The thing is set, and uh, Brank's like, "All right, I'll see you down there." Jumps on the rope and starts climbing down. Uh, I'm gonna wait until you guys are all down before I go down. Just, do you fuck ju- it, just in case. Yeah, do uh, weight wise. I don't know if the rope would be able to hold all of us. Yeah, I think we should let him get down there first, and then we'll do one at a time. It's probably the safest, the safest bet. So yeah, it's taking him a while to uh, to get down there. But once he gets down, he can like hold the end of the rope too to keep it like a keep a solid destination for the rope to be going yeah. to. Yeah, that is true. He is moving a lot, a lot as he's going down. I mean, the heat is just kind of driving things crazy. Take uh, your so time. I'm so excited. I got a plus nine to athletics, and this is like, I've, I've been waiting to climb a fucking rope this whole game. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely going to require some athletics for sure. Okay. Uh, and this is hemp rope as well. Nice. Uh, by the way, it's not like, you know, it's not too, uh, it's not silk. It's not too anything special. It's just basic rope. So, yeah, you're not sure how much weight it can hold. All right, so uh, he gets down all the way to the bottom. He's now standing on the platform, and he's not holding the uh, rope, but instead is walking up to something and staring at something. Hey, hey, hey! You gotta hold the rope for us. Don't get distracted. He can't hear you. <sighs> Bren, grab grab your axe. That makes you really loud. Who's Bren? Huh? Oh, what? Fuck. What's going on? Fuck! <laughs> uh, go. Cool. Grab that axe that makes you really loud so we can tell him to hold the rope. And and then I have Larry cover his ears. Alright. So you're just gonna yell down to the uh yell down to Brank? Uh yeah, if Donnie, you haven't gone down either, right? Like Yeah, I haven't gone down either. I'm like waiting with you guys at the top here. Okay. Just wanna make sure I don't jettison someone down into a lava pit. 
just like blast one of us off the rope into oh, the pit. Yeah, like, point. <laughs> yeah, it it would happen with us. Like we're that dumb. So as you're looking down there, a surge of lava splashes up and it burns off a bit of the rope, so that it looks like there's now a sizable drop from the bottom of the rope. Great. <laughs> hey, okay. uh, All right, let's just fucking go because I guess apparently we weren't supposed to hold the rope. Let's right. do this. Like. I just yeah, uh, I just start shimmying down the fucking rope. I'm right behind Donnie. All right, so you guys are going down together. Yep. Yeah, we're just gonna get this done. Just the okay. two of us right now. Uh, so Is I'm gonna need you to make. Uh, I'm gonna need you to make three athletics checks. Oh boy. Okay, I'll let Johnny do all three of yours. Uh, that's a 19. Okay. 27. Okay. And a 14. Damn, those are all really good shit. All right, okay. I have... Well, 14 is, is not the most... Doug, no! Oh, no! Uh, first one's a crit fail. Oh, no. Off to a great start. Uh, I don't even know, need, know if I need oh, to roll again. Let's no. see. <laughs> oh, that no. might be it. Next two are... The next one is a 17, and then... Oh, God, I just can't even imagine these matter. Uh, <laughs> You're already dead. This is the one that this is the one titled Laren Laren Terminators himself. Seventeen and a fifteen. <laughs> so those help a little. I don't know. Guys, we can all agree if we do fall in the lava, you gotta do the thumbs up before you go all the way down. Oh that yeah. Okay. Has to happen. Uh you can um you can make <laughs> a saving throw. Oh, Does Jesus he fall Christ. past me? Is he like that first one mean he like just falls off the like and I could grab him or something? You can also try to grab him. Those are the two chances that you're going to get. Okay. You're going to get to try to grab the rope, and you're going to try to get to grab him as he's falling past you. The falling one is going to be very hard to do. Uh, it just is. It's like, but nobody has uh, acrobatics, do they? I have a plus three to acrobatics. Okay, you so you're trained in it, I guess. Well, no. yeah, I no, I'm not trained in it, but I have a. It's after my uh, ability mod or whatever. I have a plus five in acrobatics. You might be trained in it, depending on what his dex is. Plus five is what yeah. is what it counts for uh, skill checks. So I mean, you probably are trained in acrobatics then. I think so. Yep. That seems like that makes sense. Uh, so that is going to help the falling damage for sure. <laughs> damage uh, if it happens. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so wait, what's my saving throw? Is that like a specific type of roll or just a d20, no modifiers? So saving throw for this would be dexterity. Okay, so let me check that. That is plus four. I can't help but feel like this is karma for Laren ruining my negotiations. With oh, <laughs> unnatural 20. Oh, wow. Un- unnatural. Unnatural, that's, that's fine, because it's not... The rope isn't wet, nothing is crazy about it so you barely catch yourself but he actually falls into you and hits you but you stay on the rope okay <laughs> uh, wow sorry Donnie. both of you take one damage oh great i, I deserve it <laughs> okay um and then what what is coming from my third roll so you're fine you're down at the very at the very bottom uh 14 is just not the best roll it's like you're getting close oh. to the edge with that, so you're okay. Oh, okay. Um, but the rope is moving a lot with the uh, 
the heat that's like pouring up off of that thing. And it's really distracting and hard to stay attached to the rope. So there is a problem in that regard. So that's what's making it difficult. But the rope itself, it's not slick. It's not. Did we get up. to the island? Did we drop down to it? Or? Um, so you're at the bottom of the rope right now. And you are about 60 feet in the air still. And we swapped, we swapped places because he fell past me. No, he, no, just he fell hit you. on you. He just hit yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, so he's still right above me. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right. So you're kind of waiting right above uh, the bottom of the rope. And the rope is yeah. swinging back and forth. And sometimes it swings out over the lava. Sometimes it swings back over the island. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite part of Zelda. So another big surge of lava flies up, and it's not that far away from you. It's pretty scary. <laughs> we need to get down on the island like now. The lava yeah. will, if it hits you, it will pretty much kill you. How far oh, down? Cool. 60 feet. Oh. That's not bad. That's a pretty big fall. <laughs> That's like both legs broken fall. You've not still got your healing surges. Well, the thing is, I also have phase step, and I'm wondering, like, as I fall, can I, like, phase oh, step? You absolutely can. You absolutely can. <laughs> All right, well, that's the thing. <laughs> Let him just phase steps off the rope. To- See you, Donnie. <laughs> you can phase step down, you know? Yeah. yeah I I want to phase step, though. Like, I want to start the fall, like, the whole way, and then, like, right before I hit, phase step up, up. So then it's only a oh. fucking 20-foot drop instead of a 60-foot drop. Great. Okay. Uh, yes, then that's that's very smart. Phase step will basically make it so you don't have any damage, but the the problem is just getting it as close as possible to the ground without hitting. Okay. Uh, so that's the, that's the thing that's a little bit tough. Uh, but it should not be that hard for you. Uh, just, I think, make a uh, intelligence uh, saving throw to make sure that you get it in the same t- at the right time. Okay. This is going to suck when I go down. Ooh, that's an- another unnatural 20. Then you do it almost perfectly. You get almost right to the ground and then phase up just like four feet and then drop to the ground and you're you're perfectly fine. Awesome. All right. And then I look up at Donnie. I'm like, I'll try to catch you. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you want to do, Donnie? Uh, I don't have anything that's going to slow my fall. Like, so I pretty much have to just, like, just let go when it's... I just have to time <laughs> it up right and let go. Just let yep. go. Let just it go. Um, <laughs> what kind of roll is that? Well, traditionally, damage from a fall is a D10 per 10 feet. So, okay. if you have acrobatics, that wait a minute, like a half. I have an idea, and it, tell me if this is like too far fetched. But okay, I know one of the items I've got in during this arc is uh, the ghost armor. It's like a type of scale mail. Yep. Oh yeah. The description is when hit appears to generate some type of ghost property, allowing long distance grab. And I just want to hit myself and then grab Donnie off the rope. Okay, you can try it for sure. Is it going to have a 60-foot reach? I'm, I, that's the thing. That's undetermined at this point with the long-distance grab. Long distance you also don't know how much weight you can lift. You also yeah. don't know... I feel like it's a mage hand, which is like max 10 grab. pounds. Oh, God. Well, who, Okay, well, I, I, I'll give it a try, and then it's worth wasting and getting an idea of what it's all about. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to just take... Uh, 
I don't know. Let me see. What kind of weapon can I use that's like... I'll just take the long sword and just slap it against my chest, try to do like one damage. Try to do one damage to yourself? Yeah. Okay. You're going to roll uh, a two-hit roll against yourself, and the closer, the, the higher and better roll, the less damage you're going to actually take. Uh, but if you fuck it up, you're going to really hurt yourself. Okay, I got an 18. Okay, you're great then. So you do that, and you cause one damage, and you feel the extension of your mind. There's like a hand that's in your mind, and you have the ability to just reach out into the world and grab things. All right, I want to channel that energy and uh, send it towards Donnie if I can reach that far, and then see if I can just kind of grasp him. So you can grab him just barely. All right. I, I grab him and then I want to at least if, if I can't lift him, his full body weight, I just want to pull him up. So it like uh, makes his fall a lot less dramatic. Well, he's going to slow fall me basically uh, by supporting well, some of my weight. You can basically reach his leg. And that's it. Okay, then I want to grasp the leg and then yell out to him and be like, When you jump, I'll try to slow your fall as best I can. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, so what do I have to roll to time this jump off. up? The hand, the magic grasp wears off. Oh, Does it? Fuck. Alright. Don't jump! <laughs> I'm. I, I gotta go. I have to. It, this is. I. Who has to? Like. Who has to get down here? I'm gonna just see if I can time it up, and uh, land on the thing and just do like a tumble or something to like mitigate a little bit of the damage. So yeah, you you don't have acrobatics. You said right. Yeah, I have. It's a plus three from my ability for because I have my oh, dex. Just a plus three. Okay. Yeah. So I guess just roll a d twenty. See what happens? Uh, yeah, roll, uh, well, you can attempt to do acrobatics, because there is an acrobatic, uh, thing that can be done to alleviate some of the damage, so I'm gonna put a number on that and go ahead and roll. Well, fuck. A seven. <laughs> okay, so that doesn't do anything. Alright, so, um... I take six d10. Six d10 damage. Holy shit. So up to sixty. I could die here. You like, could. die, die. I have Welcome forty four or I have forty three health right now. Ooh, if if I no, I mean I would die die like minus ten fast minus ten is death like perma death. Yeah, no, yes. no, I get it. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Here we go. D ten six D ten, and you take thirty one damage. <laughs> All right, thirty one. Yep. Okay, that's I that's manageable. So you hit hard, you slam into the uh in well, actually we should have rolled to make sure that you were over the uh <laughs> platform. Yeah, I I mean I just said I would just try to time it up as best as I could. I didn't know what we had to roll for that. So uh yeah, I should have had you roll a a thing for that, but I think that it's okay. You had some uh acrobatics and you had enough that you, you you made it past that level, so that's fine. Just go head diving, like swan dive right into the lava pit. So now you guys are both down there. You are really banged up, though. Yeah. Damn, Donnie. 
every. So now, Koo, you're all the way up there still. Yep. This is a. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. He just like swan dies from the main. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, guys? I'm sick of this. Just face first into the lava. Bye, guys. Yeah. Oh God. The death of Koo. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything like gloves or anything. I could. Yeah, I'm just gonna climb down. All right, take my time. Roll three. Um, athletics. Athletics. Yes, that is my best skill. Net twenty. Damn. Uh, nineteen and fifteen. Nice. All right. Complete opposite of me. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So you get right down to the bottom of the rope very quickly, and you're now hanging at the bottom of the rope as it's swaying back and forth over the platform. And not. Can I shift my weight back and forth to gain momentum to try yeah. to get closer to the edge? You absolutely can. Uh, make another roll for uh, athletics. Uh, 25. So you get it going pretty fast. It is now swinging way out over the lava and then way back over the island. So now you're swinging so far over the island that you would might hit some of the rocky outcroppings that are above the platform now. Okay, I will release, and as quickly as I can, grab a hold of my great axe. Uh, Maybe not unsheath it, but like holding onto it, like touching it. You can, you can do that. You can okay. definitely do that. But, um, so to time it out, um, that's pretty easy, and you let go, you're fine, and you're falling. And <laughs> I... Before I get to the, like, close to a surface or the ground, I want to try and scream as loud as I can to, like, <laughs> maybe use okay. the force to, like, soften my impact. <laughs> so, all right. Oh, God damn this. Um, I'm so, fucking Dragonborn, man. In a very literal uh, no, sense right now. He's going to deafen us again, and poor Brank, he already went through this. <laughs> let's do an athletics roll to make sure that you, uh, or actually, let's do a dexterity roll to make sure no! that you uh, yeah. go at the correct time. Damn it. Uh, well, there's no modifier for that, so, uh, dice, help me. Uh, that's an eight. Okay, so, <laughs> you, uh, you let go, and you let go a little bit late, and so you're headed to hit. Uh, kind of the rock outcropping right now. So you're kind of hurtling through the air, screaming as loud as you can. <laughs> and uh, you're headed to kind of hit the rock outcropping. So it's actually what's going to happen is it's going to reduce your fall damage a little bit because instead of hitting the platform, you're going to hit the thing and then fall to the ground. So uh, it's going to be, yeah. instead of the normal fall damage, it'll only be uh, 4d10. Yeah, I'll take that. So let's give you your fall damage. 40 damage. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Right? Could be. I mean, I'll still survive, so... Well, that's oh, good. Only 18 yeah. damage. Wow, <laughs> nice. That is lucky. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that's... Down to 32. So you slam into the ground. So now you're all standing on this platform, and it is noticeably cooler on the platform. Like, it is not 170 degrees. It is very refreshing. It feels a tad chilly, even. Ooh, brisk. And you notice that Brank has this whole time been staring at this door uh, that has all this ancient uh, dwarven scroll writing over the top of it. 
and inscribed runes and stuff into the sides as well. It's like there's an entire book written on these <clears throat> on this this wall and this door that is uh, surrounded by um, the rock outcroppings and stuff. So this island, if you had to look up at one point, it gets so high it seems like it's maybe you know the rock outcropping parts, which are just kind of you know sharp uh, rock stuff or like a very steep. Uh, decline that leads right into the lava so it's like you couldn't have really uh, gone up on that but if um if you had to decide how tall this thing was it would be like 100 feet in the air at its highest point so this is like kind of a little mini mountain surrounded by lava with a platform on the side of it and um across the lava to the other side you notice that there's a boat sitting in the lava and it's just sitting on another little platform that is kind of far away from you guys. Across the lava, probably a good, like, uh, football field away. Okay. Hmm. Well, is is that door locked there, Brank? And can you read any of that stuff? Hey, I'm working on it, okay? I'm working on it. All right. Meanwhile, I'm going to pop another healing surge. All right, go ahead and do that. Uh, yeah, I pop one, too, because I'm going to need it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm up to 49 health. All right. Brank is, uh, like, concentrating and figuring stuff out. And suddenly he looks like he has found and figured something out. And he says, I think I have it now. This door is protected by my ancestors. And this entire thing is going to be a test to make sure that I should be uh, awarded the, uh, the book that's stored inside. Uh, but it also says here, uh, can any of you read Dwarven? Nope. Well, yeah, I don't think any of us you. can. But this is a very uh, outdated form of Dwarven. It, uh, it's uh, not commonly used anymore. Uh, very beautiful uh, design work here. If you, Anyways, um... This uh, door right here is the first of five gates, and there will be tests that are going to challenge uh, us to get Great. through to the end to grab the book. And if we don't make the tests, there's a... Uh, well, I don't know. It's uh, It doesn't look good. Let's just say that. I don't know. We had a yeah, lot of trouble I'm just ready. getting Let's here. Let's do this. Hmm. All right. I well, mean, when you're ready... Um, I can. I think I can open the first gate. So he goes up, uh, and in the wall is a uh, thing where it looks like like it's a hole, but around it it says some stuff in the dwarven language. And he uh, puts his arm in the hole, and he kind of pushes himself against it a little harder and reaches, and then all of a sudden this blue light shoots out of the hole around his arm, and the gate slowly, slowly begins to open. Very slowly. It's taking forever, but it's rolling open these gigantic stone doors. And inside the gate, you are seeing a bunch of ghosts, ghost dwarves, walking around like they're doing their daily, normal activities. And inside, it's like it's like part of a city. So it looks like a bunch of uh, shops and like uh, houses and things, 
but they're all so close to each other. There's no space between them. And then down the ways, you see another gate. That's another huge gate. And it goes up. Um, it goes up a whole like long ways, like about uh, 50 feet in the air is the top of the gate. And on either side, the houses also are extraordinarily tall because you guys are inside of this gigantic dome. And inside the dome seems like, again, it's bigger on the inside. And this is what's happening here. You guys are inside of some sort of dwarven city that run by ghosts, but set up with these gates that are going to block you from getting to the center of the city or the end of the city, which is where the library is. Fuck. Um, so did that writing on the outside door say anything about this first test or are we kind of on our own and probably going to have to talk to these ghosts? Uh, well, all I know is, is that I just have to pass these tests and it says that some of them uh, might only be able to be passed by me. Well, I'm really, really glad you're with us. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> good thing you came with us. Well, I had to, and I knew that this was, something like this was going to be part of it, but I, I don't have the details on what these tests are, how to pass them. Uh, most of this knowledge has been lost for many, many millennia. Uh, there's no way to know what to do. Uh, everybody roll perception. Oh, fuck. Uh-oh. Uh, 25. 25, okay. Uh, Anybody else? Uh, 16. And my perception is a 20. Okay, so only the 25 notices this. This was a real All tough right. one. Okay. Um, Sit down. <laughs> and you notice the other platform with the boat, there is now a pouring of soldiers running into that area. Running into the boat, or like running in from the boat? Like running in into the area where the boat is parked. And you uh, can't okay. tell, but it looks like the same guys that were upstairs. Troglodytes? Not the troglodytes. Oh, my Remember the, uh, the anti-magic folks that, uh, were, that chased you to the dwarven Oh, fortress. fantastic. Oh, fantastic. Hey. How the fuck uh, did they get down here? Gu guys? <laughs> guys? What's that, cool? Uh, I'm just, like, pointing, like, to the boat. It's kind uh, of amazing that you noticed this in the first place. Like, it's kind of a really incredible that you notice these guys pouring in. But there's a lot of them. They are making a lot of noise, but uh, it's such a noisy environment with the lava splashing around and stuff. I just looked, look at that. I was like, how the fuck did they get down here? Should we, like, get <sighs> down? Like, or they're, they're, if, since we can see them, can they see us is my question to the DM. Uh, yes, you get the feeling that they probably could if they were looking over here, but you don't know if they are or not, and you don't know if they've noticed you or not. We need to figure out how to fuck to get in here, like, right Guys, now. Guys, get down, and yeah, let's take, let's be smart about this. Uh, Brank? Let's uh, let's start uh talking some ghost. All right, let's uh, let's get in here. So the door is now just wide enough for you guys all to kind of squeeze through, um, uh, including Koo. Cool. All right, we go through. So you guys get in there, and it's basically like Ghost City. Uh, these ghosts are just kind of walking through 
doors uh, to these shops and things. And it's just like, you know, they're not really there, but they're there. Uh, and they kind of are having conversations amongst each other that you could hear. And it's in an ancient dwarven dialect that you're not really familiar with. And even Brank is kind of looking confused, like, I, I don't know how to, I don't even know what they're saying. Uh, I try and run up to the closest ghost near me and, like, wave my hand in front of their face to see if they even can see us. It doesn't seem like anything happened. Oh, boy. These are Donnie's uh, people. What do you mean? Dead? Uh, they're ghosts. I th- oh, fuck you. I forgot about that whole bit. I'm going ghost! God damn it. <laughs> um... All right, uh, they don't react to me, so uh, I'm getting, like, real nervous. Uh, I run back to see if there's a way to close the gate that we just went through. It's still opening, and there's nothing that you can see that controls the gate from the inside. Ah, butternuts. Hey, Brank, how about you start maybe communicating any way you can, or, like, reading any notes you find, and uh, we kind of look for... Uh, the way is it to keep going, because uh, we're getting invaded. Uh, he's over by the other gate, and he's reading some stuff. He's trying to figure something out. I'm working on I'm working on trying to get the second gate open. That, that works, too. Also they good. They wouldn't have blocked me out. I'm part of the family. Uh, can I search around the little town to see if there's any items still, or if everything's, like, deteriorated? It looks like it's just completely deteriorated. There's nothing left that is organic whatsoever in this town. And these ghosts are just kind of wandering around the streets. They're very creepy. Uh, it's not It's not cool. Um, they're kind <laughs> of not freaking cool. you out. Uh, you know what I mean? They're just starting to uh, give you the heebie-jeebies walking around with these ghosts. Uh, and you can notice after a little while that all the ghosts have one thing in common. They all have slit throats. Oh, that's he. Odd. <laughs> can I immediately pull on my collar of my armor and just go, "Haboo, jeez!" <laughs> yeah, you can do that. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Uh, Brank. Uh, d- do you know anything about uh, a assassin's guild or why people would all have their throats slit? Sort of weird ritual. I. Well, I believe that they were all. They sacrificed themselves to become these unnatural ghosts to keep keep the place safe. I mean, not, not doing a great job of it. They are. We haven't gotten in yet, have we? All right, just keep going, Brank. Don't listen to this guy. Uh, Donnie, do you think let's keep brainstorming how we can slow these guys down? I mean, they're going to be right on our tail before we know it. So it's uh, been about I think the best five minutes so far since uh, Brank has started working on that door. Okay, I run up to the doorway leading outside, like where we just came from, mm-hmm. and I draw a piece, uh, I draw a line across the doorway with chalk, like on the ground. All right. I say I'll pretend like I cast a spell so they can't get in. See if they'll call my bluff. Ha <laughs> ha. Right. I got, I got, guys, I got fucking nothing here. You really got to help me out. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what we should do, honestly. Like, uh, I think we should just keep pressing forward. That's the only thing we can really do, I think. Okay. That boat is coming across the lava lake now. See, oh, they're still in they the boat. They have lava-proof boats. What the fuck do they got? There was the, it was the boat that was sitting over there. 
And it's clearly some yeah. sort sort of really old dwarven design thing. But the boat is moving across the lava. Okay. Would I, would I be able to run to the edge of like the lava river like before they get there? Oh yeah, for sure. You're only about 15 feet from the lava river if you're standing at the door. Oh, okay. Would my dragon breath be able to reach them? Uh, at some point it could, but not yet. Not yet? Okay. You notice a big surge of lava kind of splashes up, and it lands directly on the boat, but as soon as it gets near the boat, it just kind of... You see that there's a shell protecting the boat. Ah, tits. Uh, well, there goes my idea. Uh, Donnie, do you know anything about disenchanting shit from far away? Uh, no. Great. I'm a sorcerer. Like, I li- like I, I can't. You keep saying that, and I still don't know what it means. It's it's like it it's like either inherent magic or magic that comes from like an event. Like I don't, I didn't get my magic by studying. I got it. It, it was just there. Oh, that's not helpful. It's not like I, I I don't I don't know what to tell you. Like my magic's generally damaging. Like sorcerers are definitely they're more damaged. I got it. Yeah, I've well, seen. We're like more. Meant for attacking and less for like utility. I mean, listen, you're the only magic user we got right now, so I got okay. Got to try. How's it going, Brink? Because we're obviously floundering. So Brink <laughs> looks like he has figured something out, but he's kind of shaking his head. This can't be right. What? What can't be right? I'm going it to have to re- get naked. I'm going to have to remove my arm. Hmm. Wait a minute. Well, I didn't want this to come this way, but, you know, if I can it's actually required, help with that. I hold up my great axe, but I don't say anything. No, 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 no. There's got to be a different way. Wait, if it's telling you to disarm yourself, I think you can just get rid of a weapon instead of cutting your arm off. You know, that's not funny. And he grabs you and, like, shoves you <laughs> against the wall. <laughs> I'm going to have to I put my cut my goddamn arm off. To get into this place, and you're making jokes? I was serious. I thought it might work. Uh, and he points to the hole in the in the wall, and he said, uh, and he says that that's what's going to cut his arm off. He just puts it in there, and it will be sliced clean from his body. And it's something about sacrifice, like the sacrifice of those that came before him. <sighs> I put my great axe away, and I turn to Donnie, and I say, Donnie. Do you trust me? No. <laughs> wait, where is this going? No, I don't. He's going to tell him to shut his eyes. I was going to ram his hand into it. <laughs> Can I put... Larian takes the edge, the end of the trident staff he has and puts it in the hole. Nothing happens. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, that was my next idea. Um, mm. The door behind uh, you has fully opened, and it is now very, very slowly closing. But the oh. boat has probably a third of the way left to go. Frank, uh, it's time I, to man up. <laughs> all right, I say, like, not an idea to the answer, but just in case. Donnie, I think you and me should go guard the door, and just in case they start getting close before it closes, we'll spray stuff out at them. Yeah. Like, to keep him at bay. 
while Laren and Brank can figure this out. Yeah, thinking Brank needs to think about how he's gonna trick Laren into putting his arm into that hole. (laughs) (laughs) Agreed. We have we've already been mutated enough. It's Laren's turn this time. Oh Jesus. (laughs) So I I run to the door, like getting ready in case the army gets close enough. Yeah, same. So Brank uh, runs up to one of the houses and pulls on the front door of one of the places, and the door opens. Hey, where are you going? It's. It looks like we could go through here. All right, I'll follow you, but if we need to put your arm in there, we might need to, so. But let's go see if we can find, like, a. These doors, these doors are all open. He's like walking from house to house and shop to shop. All of the doors open and it looks like, you know, they're, again, nothing uh, organic is left inside. But there are inside these windows, as you're, as you're noticing, there's a bunch of skeletons piled up in each one of these um, little houses and, and places. And I don't know what it means, but... Why can't we go? There's got to be a way around the gate. Grab a skeleton arm and let's try that. Ah, I don't think so. I think it has to be blood. It seeks blood. Hmm. So the boat is just now just bumped right up to the platform. And people are starting to, and the boat seems to like almost magically kind of right itself against the platform. And then they throw the gangplank down, and off of the boat comes a bunch of those dudes that looked like Frederick, those bounty hunters, uh, mm. about four of them. And behind them are, it seems like about 15 uh, kind of like more just lackey soldiers. And uh, oh, the boy. boat starts drifting back to the opposite shore. And you notice that there are people waiting on the opposite shore to get on it. Hey, wait a minute. How come they're using magic? I thought they were all against it. It's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the boat had been there. You realize that the boat was some part of this whole thing, but you didn't come in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly just Koo saying it out loud, just angry. (laughs) Laren's... Telling Brank, like, we gotta get the, uh, this show on the road and, uh, and do your sacrifice for your people and all that. Uh, look, I I think we should go through this this building here. Come on. Come with me. Alright. I follow him. Are two of you still waiting at the gate? Um, yeah, what a... Cool, what do you want to do? How close is the army to the gate relative to how fast they're closing. Well, uh, the gates are closing super slowly, so there's plenty of room for them to walk in right now. Yeah. Great. Uh, I cover the entire gate in molten fire. Uh, that works. With like a like a spray, a molten fire? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna... Oh, burning spray. I'm gonna burning spray, like, all over the area that they walk through, and from the art, like, where from above it, so that it's dripping down through the through the gap basically just make it like a death trap for them to come in through so you can really uh you can spray down a lot of the burning spray and stuff but it's not gonna be enough to make it so they can't like jump over it or something like it's gonna you know yeah i just want them to to, to, like have to like anything to delay them even a little bit 
Uh, so they do kind of stand there and those, the, the all black bounty hunter type guy, one of them is watching with the lackeys are still getting off the boat and one of them just like tilts his head, like kind of quizzically, like he just doesn't understand what you're doing exactly. You and me both, buddy. I, I don't know what we're doing anymore. So, whatever. Uh, Brank, and who's with Brank again? Uh, Laren. Laren. So, Laren, uh, Brank opens the door, he looks you in the eyes. And he takes a deep breath, and he walks inside the door like he thinks something is going to happen when he does. And he is right. As soon as he steps through that door, every single ghost within the city that is walking around comes alive uh, to the point where they all see you. Uh, And they are all aware of your presence, and they are all rushing to attack you. Okay. Just to clarify, they're rushing to attack Laren and Brank, or everyone. Oh, hey, Laren! The uh, the entire city is just filled with these ear-piercing screams of all Ah. of these, all of these long dead dwarves, and their faces are contorted in this nightmarish chagrin of this weird hunger and and anger that is that has kind of just enveloped them. And they're all rushing to every living creature that's nearby, uh, looking to destroy it. I quickly cover my ears and I just go, oh, is this what it's like? I regret everything. I, as soon as that happens, I yell at Brank. I'm like, what have you done? What, what triggered this? Get inside. He grabs you and pulls you in the door. All right. I slam it behind me. Okay. Uh, I guess we're fucked. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you, you need guys, to shout. You guys are about uh, 15 feet from the nearest door and about uh, 45 feet from the door that they went through. All right. Um, nearest door. I'm thinking maybe I can yell and grab the ghost's attention and maybe they'll block the gate. From the army? Most of the ghosts are headed straight for you. It looks like some of them are going through the door that was just closed behind them. But for the most part, most of the ghosts are just like flying uh, straight towards you where you are at the front of the gate. Okay, so they're already coming. Uh, uh, Donnie, let's... uh... Let's go check out this store. Let's go window shopping. I'm running running to the door. I'm running. GTFO. Okay, cool. Pretty much. Uh, yeah, so we run into the closer store to us. So you run in that door, and it looks like, uh, and so you make it into that door uh, just in time as the ghosts are, like, bearing down on you. And uh, you open the door. It looks like it's an old, uh, like, food uh, shop that you went into. And when you open it, you see there's a bunch of skeletons laying on the floor. Uh, and there are uh, a couple ghosts in there that are headed straight f- toward you as well. Boss. Whatever. I yeah. We go in and close the door. Yeah. All right. So you guys are in that room. There are two ghosts facing off with you, and probably some headed for the back of you as well. While I'm in the room with Brank, can I like ask him like, what can we do to stop them? Kill them! What? They're ghosts! And, well, he, uh, 
he raises uh, he raises his axe in the air and takes a swing at one of the ghosts in the room. Actually, what I need to do is, uh, I think I need to make you have a saving throw. Uh, Who's this, Laren? So, actually, all of you need to make a saving throw for fear. Yeah, so we don't get spooked. Yep, exactly. Uh, so, there's fearful presence uh, for these guys. So, they'll do psychic damage, but... Uh, Instead of against our AC, would that be against our will? Yes, it's plus four against your will. So uh, it, you get one, and if if they get it, they get you for for a while till you can regain your composure. If not, it, you gain immunity for twenty four hours. Hmm. Uh, so what is what are all of your wills? My will is twelve. You're actually completely safe, and in addition, you gain a plus one attack against ghosts because you feel like you've overcome it. Hell yeah! Oh. Who's uh who's next on the who has will? I have fourteen. Okay, you're safe as well. Yeah, my, my will's are, a nineteen. You're safe as well. Wow, I can't believe everybody they rolled really shitty. Uh, I was gonna say mine's not high. Yeah, they crit failed on your on the one, so that makes them, <laughs> uh, that's why you got a plus one against ghosts now. Because I nice. rolled, <laughs> I rolled so for, awesome. Uh, I rolled for effect after that, so you've come out of this actually stronger against uh, ghosts. Oh, awesome. I really hope the one ghost just has like a bed sheet on it, just like, ooh, what the hell is this, man? Like, that's the crit fail. <laughs> it's even worse than that, if you can believe it. So it was plus one uh, to attack against ghosts or like damage? I don't know. Uh, plus what? one to attack. Plus one okay. to ghosts. You just feel more stable and more determined. You just feel more. Uh, you know, that's hype. That's cool. Everything for twenty four hours. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, Brank uh is completely wrecked. Oh, oh shit! Out, Fuck. He drops his axe and he runs out the door again, and then you hear him scream again as he is assaulted by ghosts out in the uh street. Can I try to protect him since I was closest to him? Like, I want to start it. Now that I have this plus one, I want to get it in use. Well, you have two ghosts headed straight for you right now. All right. Yeah, they're still in the house with you. Then, yeah, I'm going to attack them as they approach both of them with the... Ah, that's the thing. I have two weapons to choose from. I don't know if I go trident or longsword. I'm going to go with the longsword that supposedly glows red randomly. Yes. Okay. All right, so I'm going to whip that out, and as they approach, I will, um, let's see. There, I have this thing called the Rain of Blows. Let me pull that up real quick. Now, I'm really hoping these are, like, super weak ghosts. Like, we hit them once, and they die. And not legitimate enemies that are hundreds of them. <laughs> well. All right, so it's uh, strength versus AC, and it's two attacks. Um, so, yeah. And if, oh uh, no, it's I don't think this is a light blade. Would you classify this sword as a light blade? Uh, no, I would. a long okay. sword would definitely not be a light blade. I don't think. 
Okay, then fair enough. The reason being, if it was, and I had a higher dexterity than 15, which I do, it would get a third attack, but no. Okay, so two attacks, strength versus AC. I'm going to try to attack both of them, then. So, I think what we're going to have to do, though, is we're going to have to uh, do... Roll initiative? Um, yeah, initiative. Alright, well then, I guess my initiative roll is not great. Uh, it is <laughs> a 11 modified. Okay. Both the ghosts go before you. Oh, great. So, uh, they're both headed straight for you, and they get to you pretty quickly, and they both are attacking. Here. Uh, so, let's see here. Uh, what is your armor class? Uh, it is... 22. <laughs> 22. It's fucking wild. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you are missed by both ghosts. Oh, nice. Uh, outside the door, you hear some pretty horrific screams from Brank. Uh, he is not doing well. Shit. Well, I'm definitely going to have to take care of these two first before I can rush to him. So I am going to do Reign of Blows, try to attack both of them at once. With that sword. Alright. Okay, so I got an 8. Fuck. So, that's it? An 8 modified? Yeah. Wow, yeah, you missed both of them. Yep. <laughs> Great! <laughs> oh, wait, plus 1, so... Oh, wait, yeah, so... Yeah, you then it's a 9, but still, that doesn't help much. They have an AC 12, so yeah, you're, you missed them. Fuck, okay, well then, if I have any moving ability, I would try to retreat a little and try to get closer to Brank or through the door, but I'm not sure if I have that chance. I don't think you do. Okay. Uh, so now let's shift to the other room where you guys are, and you are now fighting two ghosts as well, uh, that you know of so far. So roll initiative. So initiative, yeah. We, uh, we split the party a lot when we were not supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's like the number one cause of death. Uh, it really is. That's a nine. Okay. Uh, that's a ten. All right, so both uh, ghosts go before you as well. Cool. Great. So let's <laughs> way to go, guys. Yep. <laughs> We're so good. Uh, okay. So then these ghosts are attacking. Uh, what's your armor classes? Oh my god, forget it. Doesn't matter. They miss completely. <laughs> uh, nice. What? The one That's ghost good. actually uh, dissipates himself, and it's gone. <laughs> what something, the fuck? Something happened to it. They just fucked it up. He loses all concentration and can't hold a spectral form any longer. Yeah, his I, goal was <laughs> like the reason he stayed behind is because he was meant to fart, and he did. And then he's like, "I'm going away." <laughs> all right, so uh, that is it for the uh, those ghosts. Uh, but you do notice uh, more ghosts starting to come in the door behind you. They're just starting to, but it is your turn now. Your turns. Alright. I'm first, I guess. Oh yeah, because I got ten. Am I able to slam the door shut? The door is not like, open. They're just coming right through the door. Oh, okay. Great. Uh... Uh... Hmm. I don't know how to do this. Uh, how to deal with this? Uh, I guess I just brace for impact and get ready to swing 
when they fully get through to the door. That way I don't destroy the door and wall so in front of us. So where you are right now is inside this house, right? But there is yeah. there's a, a big double door in the back that looks like it was some kind of like, you know, thing to that leads to a warehouse. Uh, there's another door that goes off to the side that you don't even know where that leads. Um, and there's some stairs there as well. And there's just one okay. ghost left in that room, the main room. Oh, okay. Um, all right, I just, I guess I'm just going to turn and attack the one ghost still in there. All right, go ahead and roll. Uh, 18? Yeah. Yep, yeah, so you hit one of the ghosts. And 1d12. Um, so eight damage. All right. So you notice as your as your blade goes through it. Uh, is that a magical item that you're hitting with? Uh, yeah, it's my magical great axe. Oh, okay, so that actually slams through him, and you can tell that there's some sort of insane like disruption happening as you do it. So it is working and causing full damage. So, but he's not dead though. I mean, well, Ooh. you know what I mean. He's not gone. Yeah. Donnie's turn. I'm going to use Burning Spray. All right. Mm. I'm just going to move so I don't hit Bren with it, or hit Koo with it. Thank you. So, like, I'm going to shift next to him so I can blast in front of me. Okay. Uh, all right. So you're basically just the wait. Did you say you're going for one? Of them? Uh, I'm going for the one he just hit. In the room already. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So go ahead and do that, then. This is versus his will. Okay. That's a, tw- a 20? Alright, so you you hit him. How much damage does this do? 1d8 plus charisma, charisma modifier damage. Alright, that's a 8 damage, fire, 8 fire damage. Total? Yeah. Alright, so this one is pretty screwed up. You guys blasted it. It is uh it is definitely withering and now it's kind of flickering, but it is still there and still very angry. We really wish we could talk to it. So uh, that's all you can do there, right? And you also notice that ghosts are coming in the door behind you. Shit, we gotta get reunited. Um is it back to Brank and I or no? Uh yeah, it is back to you guys and you're being attacked again, so uh, it looks like you are hit twice by a ghost. Okay, well, quick question. Seeing yeah. how my armor has that ability, on the first hit, can I take the, the grab ability and try to throw the ghost further away so the second one doesn't hit? Uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can try to throw the other ghost in front of the other ghost if you want to. That's what I'm thinking. So, first of all, you are hit. And you are hit for, uh, and you have some necrotic damage as well. Oh, shit. Necrotic's not fun. You don't get to keep, you know, it's gone for now. So it's three, and it's like a temporary minus one overall to your health. All right, all right. So I'm down to 47 here. And uh, three more ghosts pile into the room. Uh, it looks like they went around Brank and are now in the room with you. They're not close enough to attack yet, though. But, okay, so then, since the first one did hit, 
my armor is going to do that thing and I have the, the ability to feel with this ghost hand, I want to grab the other ghost who's about to hit me and then put him behind the first ghost that hit so he actually accidentally strikes that ghost maybe? That's the hope and idea. Well, uh, the good news is that you actually do feel the ghost armor allowing you to close your fingers around the ghost uh, and grab it uh, on like a part of its body. However, okay. uh, you pull with it and nothing happens. Hmm. It well, what the fuck's like the point of this thing? It seems like you can't move it. Uh, it's not strong enough to move an entire entity. Okay. Hmm. So now you are attacked by the other ghost, and that's also a hit. Yeah. And that is uh, two more damage, uh, plus one more necrotic. Goddamn. Okay. Uh, Brank. You hear more screams from outside. Oh, boy. Oh, is it my turn yet? Uh, hold on. Just no, Brank is just getting attacked now. Oh, god damn. Dwarf. This poor guy, this poor dwarf. And we need him to move forward. Put his, just, you need to just, like, knock him out and put his fucking arm in the hole. Yeah, but. Yeah, this is such a better answer. I mean. Thanks, Brank. If he just dies, then we put his arm in the hole. We still need him probably for the third gate, or there might even be more than that. Uh, he's, he got really, it sounds like he got really ripped up. Uh, he is not in good shape right now. So, uh, you guys in there are done, so let's move to the storehouse again. Oh, wait, I never uh, went. No, I thought you did, or, no, oh, no, you used the ghost. Was that a reaction? Grab, but that's Yeah, that was a reaction, that wasn't my turn. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. You do have another one of those if you want to now, too, if you just got, you just got hit again, right? Right, that's right. So then, but that's the thing, I don't really, it's not really useful to me. I can grab ship and then I don't know what to do with it. So I'm like, I'm still kind of understanding this armor. Like, what's Yeah, you gotta just figure out how, uh, you know, how it works. Yeah, so I kind of don't bother with the second ghost grab. And instead, I, um, just gonna try to do that same attack that I failed so massively on the first time. All Hope right. I can hit them both. Go ahead. Uh, all right, that's a lot better. That's a 21. You definitely hit. All right. 1d8 plus 3. Uh, 1d8 plus 3? Yeah. So he was already really damaged, right? Uh, so you yeah. hit him, he's gone. Alright, and then this, I also am hitting the second one because it's a double attack. And that's a 6. Uh, okay, so you do 6 damage to that ghost. Alright, I feel better about that. <laughs> Alright, uh, now to uh, the other, to the grocery store. Meanwhile, uh... <laughs> Now, the other ghosts are invading from, like, the front of the store. Yep. Like, where we came in. Um, where's this other ghost we've been attacking? Is he, like, behind us? or? Like- uh, he's between you and the storehouse. Between, like, the warehouse what? doors. Which, which, you know, which you're guessing are the warehouse doors. Oh, okay. Like, the door off to the side that you don't know what it is, the stairs that are going up, and the storehouse doors, and you don't know. Gotcha, okay. I drop my great axe for a second, so I can talk to Donnie without okay. deafening him. Right. Donnie, I'm gonna kill this guy, and we're gonna run. So get ready. All right, I'm uh, ready. Use my free action, minor action, whichever one it is, to pick up my great axe again. Okay. And I just swing at the ghost. So, 
Uh, I'm going to let you do that, even though it seems a little fishy, because there's no way you'd be able to drop your axe and pick it up and then swing every single time you're attacking. You know what I mean? But here's how I'm going to let you do it. I'm just going to let you say that you lowered your axe to the ground and took your hand off it for a second so you could talk to him and it's balanced on the ground and then you picked it up and swing. Okay. So. Yeah, I just don't want to blow out his eardrums yeah, being right next to him. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So you take a swing and uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, it's uh, 19 without a modifier. All right, so you hit him. Yeah, you're good. 30, yeah. Uh, so uh, go ahead and roll for damage. Or actually, unnatural with that bonus. Um, 12 damage. Uh, and the axe is definitely magic, so, yep. yep, you hit him, and he dissipates into nothing. And, as soon as he disappears, I, like, uh, which way do we go? Um, I just turn to Donnie and, like, start running back, hoping he'll pick a direction. So you're running back towards the center of the room? Yeah, like, away from where we came in, away from the entrance with all the other ghosts. You're already, you're already closer to the warehouse doors uh, than, than he is. And if you run, you're kind of running backwards to the main, like, center area of the room. And you could run for the stairs that go upstairs, or the other room that's not explored, or the warehouse. Oh, God. And otherwise, you're just Choices. kind of like, you know... Uh, all right. All right, I'm going to... R- Gonna roll a D four to decide. Alright. <laughs> Three warehouse. Alright, so you make it right up to the warehouse doors. Yeah, I'm running towards that way. And I'm like kind of waving at Donnie, like, come on. I, I run up towards him. So you can actually make it all the way into the warehouse if you want. Okay, I do that. So it just looks like an abandoned warehouse. There are no ghosts in here. Uh the Ghosts, as the last thing you saw is when you busted through those doors, is a bunch of ghosts just piling into the that uh, the room of the grocery store. Uh, but as you're leaving, go ahead and roll perception, uh, just you, or actually both of you in that, both of you in the grocery store is fine. Uh, 21. Okay, great. Uh, 18. You both notice that there's a huge battle going on out in front of the store. Uh, if you just, just by glancing back, you see... A lot of those soldier lackey guys, and there's some that are like laying just in bleeding piles. Some that look like they ran right into the uh, lava because they were too scared. I mean, there's like just chaos. Uh, the angle that you're at, you can see all the way up to the platform if you look out the windows. So you can see that a bunch of the ghosts are just piling on that giant group that's trying to get in. So there's just massive like like spectral damage and bloodshed. And then there's people that are just completely hollowed and scared and like screaming to themselves. Uh, there's people that are just really like destroyed emotionally and mentally and aren't able to even experience life anymore. Who knows if they could even come make, come back from something like this. They're so screwed up. And yeah. And in addition, there's like people that like gashes just bleeding out on the ground, laying down in, in puddles of blood as well. <laughs> I I make sure Donnie can see me and I point at all of that and then I do like the jerk off motion and just laugh to myself but <laughs> God w- without making a noise like silently laugh to myself just like ha 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 alright so you do that <laughs> look at these idiots <laughs> <laughs> oh god alright so back to the room with 
with you and Brank. And this this looked like it was a a tailor's shop. Did I did I explain this room at all? I don't really recall. Yeah, no. So it looks like there was a this was a tailor's shop at some point. There's just like rotten cloth on the ground uh, that used to look like that was hanging on the wall, and there was like hangers or some of some sort that looked like that used to hold the clothing. Uh, and there's uh, a door going off to the side, and there's a door in the back as well, uh, and a counter uh, back there as well. Okay, and how many are surrounding Brank? I know I have this one damaged ghost nearby me still. So you cannot tell how many are surrounding Brank, because right now in between you and Brank are th- at least three ghosts that like went around him just to get into this room to, to attack Okay. Him. All right, well... I guess the guy, the ghost that's in front of me still has uh, initiative over me. Uh, yes. So let's see if he hits you. And the three other ones are within striking distance. Let me roll initiative for them. So two of them have an attack, uh, and one of them is going to have to wait till after you. Okay. Uh, one of them hits you, and so that's two damage plus another necrotic damage. Damn, okay. Ooh. So that's, it's gonna catch up to you. Especially not being able to heal up, though, any of the necrotic stuff, you can't heal that away. So now, uh, Brank, Brank comes bursting back through the door. He is clearly screwed up. He is bleeding. He is not in good shape, but he looks like his eyes are a little bit more grounded and connected, like he overcame that fear now. And he basically blows right past those three ghosts that were standing there uh, out of the way of them so that they can't reach him and is making a beeline for the back door. Okay, and it's my turn now. I think I, instead of attacking, I might... Ah, oh, but there's this one that I could easily just finish off. I'm going to follow Brank and get as close to him as possible and make a beeline to wherever he's going so we can kind of, like, be near each other. So you're kind of going around... Uh, the ghosts, or the one ghost that's left. Uh, yeah. And those other three you're out of reach of, too. So, you run off to the side of the room, the tailor shop, and you're running up to that back door right where Brank is. Brank is, like, just five feet in front of you. Alright, then I think I'm gonna switch from the sword to the trident and just pull that out as my action and probably end my turn, just so because I can maybe keep them at a distance with that longer weapon. All right. Uh, they do have to touch you to attack you, but they have like these crazy claws that are just that look like they sprouted out of their hands, and they're like steaming with cold. Like you know, anytime they strike you, it just pulls the heat out of your body, and you feel completely screwed up by how dark and cold you feel every time they hit you. Hmm. So let's switch mm-hmm. back to the uh, the warehouse and the grocery store. So the warehouse doors are open. The grocery store uh, is behind you. The ghosts are trying to follow you in. Uh, They're chasing after you, but they're a little slower than you are. Oh, thank God. I put my great axe back on my back. Like, I sheath it. I was like, Donnie, we gotta meet up with uh, Brank and uh, Laren. We're not fighting all these guys. Yeah, no, this isn't isn't actually gonna happen. (laughs) Alright, so... We're gonna keep running through and see if there's so like the a way out. The warehouse that you're in is long and kind of narrow. 
and there is a door all the way down at the far right-hand side, and that's about, like, 35 feet away. And then there's some sort of, like, garage door thing that was probably for deliveries. Uh, and that's right in front of you, but you're not sure how to open it. It's made of metal, and it looks weird. I... I, I want to keep running down like towards the end, like towards the doorway on the right. Okay, great. So you guys probably, what is your movement for both of you? Six. So that's 30 feet. So you're almost at the door then. Okay. And I look at like Donnie and it's like, don't. He knows what I mean. Don't. Okay. Hey, cool. Don't. And all right, back to the tailor shop. And, uh, it's your go first. Okay, um, shit, well then, uh, I can't use a healing surge on Brank, can I? Or is that not- Not No, you can't use them on other people, I believe. Okay, that too. Okay, well then, yeah, I'm just gonna, the the closest ghost that's, like, approaching, I kinda wanna poke him with the trident, and and I also realize that this trident has some kind of power that I don't know about. It says, like, in my notes, a dark power or something, and it's got, like, a moon engraved on it. Oh. Um, Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see if it has any effects against ghosts. I'm gonna try to attack a ghost. Okay. Go ahead and roll to hit. You're stopping, then, as Brank is still, you know, barreling into that back room. So Brent hasn't gotten to go yet, so like on his turn, I mean, it'll be happening simultaneously, really. But you, he's running straight into that room. So if you stop, you're stopping to, you know, stop yourself in this room and face these ghosts by yourself, because he's on his way out, just so you know. Okay, well, I got a 13. Alright, so you, uh, 13 total? Yes. You miss. Fuck! <laughs> Alright, well then, I, uh, try to just... Brace myself for impact whenever they hit me. <laughs> so yeah, you're being attacked by three ghosts, and they all fail really fucking bad, and one of them actually fades these... out. God damn it. Yeah! Like, I know these ghosts are, like, literally cursed because they're ghosts, but, like, all of their roles have been terrible. It's kind of amazing how lucky you guys have gotten, so. Yeah. <laughs> that AC, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Bless the dice. Down uh, and as you, uh, you know, as you guys are all right, you're hearing some pretty fucking horrific screams from the, uh, the, the coalition that landed their boat. Well, at least we don't have to fight them. And I yell at Brank, like, keep moving. Uh, so Brank, uh, kicks the door open and blasts through it. And, uh, you see him, uh, actually jump to jump through a window, and he does a great job. He jumps right through the window and rolls outside the window and stands up and is running like he never even stopped. Goddamn, Jason Bourne over here. Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> it's pretty good. He, he rolled really good to do it, too. So he's just running off uh, through there. And through the back window, which you can see now, uh, there is what looks like grass growing and trees, but they also look kind of ghostly. They don't look right. It's like they're made of some light blue kind of extra, you know, ectoplasm kind of stuff. Interesting. Ethereal. Ethereal stuff. Yeah, exactly. Damn. 
Um, could it? Can I now run after him? Because I guess I'm not sure since they all missed me. Um. Well, that's the beginning of the next one. Okay. So let's take it back to the uh, grocery store. Okay. We keep running to the end of the uh, door. All right. So you only have to go like five feet more to pop through it. So you do, and you notice the same thing out back. There's like a bunch of grass and trees and things like that. And there's also, uh, you know, of course, uh, this is for both of you. I'll describe it a little bit more. There is a wall that is something like, I don't know, uh, 150 yards away from where you are. And that wall is the part of the dome that you guys are inside of. So you notice that there's a wall all the way back there. There's a bunch of ghost trees and things. Uh, but there's kind of a lot of open space. There's some other buildings that you're noticing within there. And then to the right, when you look to the right, the wall that separates the areas, uh, is continues all the way until it, uh, is, is sealed by the dome. But you also notice that there is a small door in the wall all the way down at the end of that, uh, area. And you also notice uh, Brank uh, running through the, the ghost grass. And uh, it does seem like there are some other ghosts in that area that have perked up and are looking to chase him. About five ghosts are headed towards Brank. Oh, boy. Uh, how close is Brank to us, would you say? So you guys and Brank are probably about 100 yards away. 100 yep. yards? So pretty far. You guys went into doors that were completely different uh, for those yeah. houses and stuff. And um, in this, you know, courtyard type thing uh, that you're in, uh, if you go 50 yards more past Brank, uh, then that's that small door that's in the wall. And uh, again, like I said, 150 yards from the back of the place is the wall that's just going straight up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I I got an idea. Alright. Uh I like look at Donnie and like I point to Brank and like the door. Kinda like this way. Okay. So Uh, and I just start take take off. Yeah, I just take off running that way. So you had like how much more movement left? You had It was like ten feet, so it was probably like four more feet or four more squares. So another uh, twenty. So yeah, you run another 20 feet down. You are running to ghosts that are currently swarming after Brank. Can I pull out my great axe while I'm running? Yes, like, I'll let you do that. Okay, and I yell ahead, because now that I'm holding my great axe, I'm assuming Brank will be able to hear me. Yeah. He's like, Brank, I hope that arm of yours is fucking worth it! So he just ignores you. He's not doing anything. He's too, he's too concerned about making sure that you guys make it through this. Uh, Brank is yeah. tougher than you guys by a lot, by the way. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> we're, uh, cre- we're creepy. He's higher level. He is a very wise. And it is really creepy to see him be so frightened of a situation because this is somebody that knows way more about stuff than you. They're way more worldly and you haven't seen anything flinch him yet, but this is freaking him out. Yeah, I mean, this would freak anyone out, honestly. I mean, I'm kind of freaked out. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, so I guess Donnie's just running alongside me. like we're Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, I've, I've been tagging along with you this whole time. Yeah, so that's our turn. It's just running up to 
catch up with okay, Brank. But let's switch back. So uh, yeah, back to right. Laren. So Laren, uh, you are uh, you are just about to enter that warehouse room. Yeah, do I have to jump out the same window Brank did? No, you do not have to. You notice as soon as you get in, in a split second, you look back and forth. Uh, there is a door, and this looks like the, like the guy's <laughs> bedroom, and it's kind of like an octagonal shape, so it's kind of a half, or actually like a three-quarters octagon that's attached to the tailor shop, and it has a completely glass uh, ceiling, and uh, there's a lot of windows, and it looks just like, you know, Rank just decided to up and jump right through it just because it seemed the quickest way to go. Uh, the door <laughs> itself is... Very accessible, It's but it's kind of a little bit of a backtrack a little bit to get it. You kind of have to go in and then, you know, uh, come back and grab the door. I'm going to jump through the window. All right. <laughs> Give me an acrobatics. Going to get cut on that glass. God. Crit fail. Oh, no. Twice in one episode. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <sighs> Fuck. Couldn't have picked the door. That's too easy. No, I thought I could pull it's it off. Too easy. Uh, yeah. All right. So you um, you take a running jump, all over. Uh, and you're, you you did say you were going through the same window as as Frank, right? I did. Oh no. So it's okay. It's actually probably a little bit better. But what happens is, is as you're running up, uh, you slip on a piece of glass. <laughs> and you slam your... Hold on, let me do a roll to determine this. Oh, God. Uh, right in the crotch. Your left leg, your, like, knee, you're lifting it to get, like, up over the thing, but that's when you slip. So you slam your knee into the broken shards of glass that are on the window frame, and then fall Ooh. down inside of the place. And so for that... Damage. It's going to be five damage. Great. <laughs> Could have picked the door. Yeah, it was my own fault. I admit it. <laughs> Good times. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets up <laughs> and then <laughs> tries to just go through and act like that didn't happen. So let's cut back to uh, uh, the other party. Um, so. You guys are just running to catch up with a brank. You do realize by looking yeah. at it that if you're just looking to uh, catch up to brank, uh, you could probably get pretty close. But there are ghosts in the way, and there are also more pouring in behind you. And you know that's all brank is doing is running for his lives. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I guess that's all we're all doing now. We're, we're all soldiers yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, we're just trying to catch up to them. Um, and I already have my great axe out. Uh, is there a way I could just... Like, since the ghosts are slower, I'm guessing I'm catching up to the ones that are in front of us? Yeah. Is there a way I can just, like, swing at them and keep running? Like, not slow down? Uh, you could... But it's going to definitely make it a lot more difficult. Okay, I'm looking to see if there's any... No, I got no abilities that would really help for that. Yeah, like a running blow is definitely going to be tough. Yeah. I'm going to just try and... 
run up to the ghost and if I can just to like hit him. Not even trying to kill him, just trying to get them out of the way. So you are able to catch up to a ghost. The ghost, once it sees you, focuses its intent on you and is attacking you. Okay. So that's only one of the ghosts, but they're kind of all spread out. Uh, in this backyard area, you also you notice that there's a chapel that's kind of between you and that small door. Huh. Do, do any of the ghosts seem to be at the chapel? Um, you don't notice yet. Uh, okay. Um, I still take the swing at the ghost I caught mm-hmm. him to. Alright, so go ahead and roll the hit. Uh, 24. Alright, you do hit. I'm gonna have to double check my attack modifier. I feel like it that's does way seem too really high. high. Uh, but 13 otherwise, if that. That's, you're close enough that I'm, I'm gonna give it to you anyways. Okay. Ooh, God. That was a bad roll on that 12. Uh, four. Dude. Yeah, he's not very changed, but he is hurt. But w- would it be enough to, like, knock him out of my way so he's not immediately next to me? Uh, or is he just hurt? He's hurt, but what do you mean, knock him out of your way? I just wanted to push him, like, out of the path, like, so he wouldn't be able to just swipe at him. Like, just oh, put see. some distance uh, between Well, us. you can't really do that because your hands go right through these guys. Yeah, that's what I was worried about. But your okay. magical items well, are hitting them, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. That's my turn. All right, so then we go back to the uh, outside in the back of the um, grocery store, right? Or mm-hmm. Taylor? Or no, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor right? well, we, yeah, yeah. Right, so because, yeah, you just fell down yeah. at the window. Yeah. yeah. So basically, what do you want to do now? I just want to catch up with everybody else without fucking up anymore. Well, at this point, you could climb through the window, or you could uh, yeah. go down to the door and open the door. But the door seems like, I mean, it's about 10 feet away from where you're at. Yeah, I'm just going to climb through the window and then try to get us catch up with Brank and everybody. All right, so climbing through the window takes half your movement, so you're able to run another, what, 15 feet? Yeah, so you're like pretty that. far behind Brank, and you notice that there are ghosts that are just headed headed for you. There's definitely some piling in the door behind you. Uh, it's kind of a giant ghost party going on. Hmm. Okay. So then back to the grocery store, or actually, actually, Brank gets another uh, good distance up there. He's running fast. He's got like about, uh, let's see, is that 100 yards? That's 300 feet. So he's got about another um, uh, 180 feet to go to be able to get to that small door. We, I feel like we should be caught up, or almost caught up to Laren coming out. Yeah, of the you ocean. are very close. You're you're very close to him. Okay. I think you're about 30 feet away from him. So one movement's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Prank's the one that's far away yep. now. Okay. So now it's your guys' turn, uh, grocery store team. Uh, I just... I, I want to keep running and catch up the prank unless a ghost gets in my way. Okay. So you zoom up another 30 feet. You're now near Laren. And I uh, do too. And I come chasing after him. Alright, so you guys fly up there. Uh, the chapel is up on your left. 
and you notice that some things are coming out of it. Uh, from the steeple and from the doors and from the windows. Oh, God, it's what all the people. things? Ghosts, but they look a little different. Right? Ooh. Like good different or bad different? Uh, in this case, it is bad different. When is it ever good different? <laughs> yeah, fair, fair point. I just got to stop asking. Yeah. Uh, Brank is like right near the chapel, so he's He's getting past it to this point, so looks like he might be okay unless all those things go after him. But he may have triggered the release of all of those ghosts. Um, there's also like a little yeah. cemetery uh, attached to the. Uh, to ah! He's fucking aggroing every mob in the goddamn city. Basically, yeah, God, it's like it's like playing an MMO with Mark. Uh, He's just worst. running around, just going, "Hey, everyone! Like, <laughs> my God, my friends want to talk to you." Got some tasty flesh over yep. here. Oh, fuck. Uh, so now at this point, uh, let's not worry about initiative at this point, but let's get you guys within distance of creatures and we will roll initiative as a group. Uh, so you guys are all caught up. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are all about the same spot. Um, and uh, it's like, you know, you're in these fields that are like behind the houses. There is no room between the houses at all. Like, it's just, uh, it's just this, like, giant backyard kind of area that's shared by everything, but it kind of looks like a quaint reinterpretation of an outdoor human city, which is weird, because this is a dwarven uh, land. It's not, you know, these are, this is made by dwarves, so it's not, uh, it's like a weird bastardization of a, of a human settlement, is what you're realizing. Oh, boy. So, Brank, what's the next move? He can't hear you. Brank is far, way far ahead of you guys. Oh, that's he's right. Like, okay. Yeah, he's like at least 50. Yeah, he's... Away. I'd say to Ku, who's, I guess, caught up to me, I'd say, Use the axe and ask him what our next move is. <laughs> uh, I mean, I... It's going to be tough when you guys are running as frantically as you have been. Okay. I think we just gotta catch up to him. Like it's just like we shouldn't discuss it while we're running for our lives. Maybe we wait till a safe area. Can I face step a few times to just get up to Brank and then you ask? How him far does your face step take you? It's uh five 20, squares, twenty five feet. So you can do yeah. that in addition to running as well. Okay, so, so that's I, gonna be fifty five fifty five feet each time you do it. So you do it this time, you're still going to be behind Brank by a full 30 feet. Okay, I want to do that and kind of get a quickened pace. All right, so you see him blink out, and he just appears 25 feet ahead of you and is running already. And so he's like, you know, yeah, he's he's going, he's flying towards that door as well. Do you guys also want to keep running, just running towards the door? Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else to help you with speed or anything? Uh, c- could I dragon shout behind me to try and, like, boost us? No. <laughs> that. <laughs> That's like all I got, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, unless this... I don't think I have anything. This fox armor has... It's also got a mystery enchantment that I don't know about. Unless that's some sort of speed boost, I got nothing. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't have anything that's gonna nope. make me go faster. Yeah, there's nothing that's secret that you have either, so it's not affecting you in any way. So, okay. uh, 
you guys uh, are still running. Um, and so now you're noticing the things that are pouring out of the chapel. Uh, they look a little different because they look like they are religious figures. It's Ghost Pope. We had Pope on before. Now we have Ghost Pope. Oh, God. These are like a bunch of undead dwarven clerics. That's not great. <laughs> I mean, mm. and you're noticing that they're uh, flying around the cemetery area right now, kind of making uh, a vortex. Uh, Wait, what are they doing? They're kind of swirling in a vortex, like a, in a in a tornado of ghosts. They're fucking, what? like, resurrecting someone, you mean? <laughs> fuck is happening? Yeah. Seems like it could be. We had a... <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm tapping out. I'm, I'm done with this campaign. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, I, I don't know what to do other than to catch up with Brank, because he's the only one that has any idea what might be happening here. Same. All right, so uh, I'm just going to kind of skip a little bit to make it so that you guys are kind of more caught up. Uh, with your phase yeah. walk ability, it takes you a little while, but you are uh, a little bit ahead of Brank now, and he just looks like he is super determined to get to that door. He's sweating, he's panting, he's he's running with every single thing he's got. As soon as I appear in front of him, I'm just yelling encouraging words like, You can do this, Brank! Let's go! Uh, you're also having a hard time yelling, though, because of how fast you're running. And you're... <laughs> okay. Really, it's just kind of more coming out in a panting voice of trying to encourage him. Okay. So, you nice. guys at this point now are about one move away from the door. Now, uh, the other two of you are about 75 feet away from uh, Brank and Laren. And you're about even with the the chapel now. And out of the graves are rising a bunch of heavily armored skeletons. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> And when I say a bunch, I'm talking about 25. Uh... Go, 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 go. So... Uh, Luckily, these ghosts are slower than you. Uh, these creatures, uh, these creatures are uh, almost there, and I guess we'll just leave it there. <laughs> yep, there is not. You guys were just about to open the door to find out what would happen. So, I guess next time we will discover exactly how to get away from these guys. If we yeah. get away from these yeah. guys. Hey everyone, Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Thanks for listening to this week's episode where our heroes adventure further into the lava-ridden mines and discover the city of ghosts. Will Brank sacrifice his arm for the party to move forward? Find out on next week's episode. I would like to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bren, and myself. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music was composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at pinecast.com. You can leave a tip, you can leave feedback, just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time.